All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 34 of Rolling with the Barons. I am your host, head coach of the Brooklyn Barons, Roland Woods. The Brooklyn Barons are a franchise with the Relocation Football League. To find out more about the Relocation Football League, you can go to www.relocationfootballleague.com. Uh, there, it will link you to all the latest news, uh, keep you in, in uh, what's the word I want to use? I say cohesiveness. We throw out them SAT words. It will keep, keep you in cohesiveness with the league, the standings, the stats, how you can apply as a, as a fan looking on, you want to join the league. Uh, you can create your college series player. If you want to create your college series player, uh, you want to catch up on the latest uh, news and tidbits for all the teams in the league because it's more than just the Barons. Like, I know it's hard to think about those other teams when you got the Barons right here, but it's more than just the Barons, man. You can go check out www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right. Uh, you can also look on Twitter, Relocation Football League. You can look on Instagram, Relocation Football League. Wherever you, wherever you get that, wherever you get that info, wherever you get your uh, up to date, right to the second, right to the minute uh, information, man. Relocation. Look us up. Check us out. Make sure you follow the Barons on our social media. We're uh, at Barons RFL on Twitter and IG. Uh, check it out, man. You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. All right? Now, speaking of disappointed, I might be the only coach in the league right now who is not disappointed with an L. Like, I took an L. You feel me? I, I, I took an L. I ain't mad at it. I really think Bill... Knowing Bill, I really think Bill more mad with his win than I am with this L. You feel me? And I understand it. I understand it 100%. You feel me? I understand it 100%. <clears throat> All right. But uh, we just played week one. Uh, great game. Great game. We did take a loss to the Explorers. The final score was 14-17. Uh, to 17, And y'all know me. I am not the biggest fan. I am not the biggest fan of the Madden 2 Minute because I feel like it just, the aesthetics of the game, man, it just be giving it to you. It just be giving it to you. All right. Now, I will say our first, our first half two minute and our second half two minutes was two different two minutes because we still ended in the first half with a fumble on our two-minute uh, two drive which gave the Explorers the ball back. But also with our uh, second half two-minute, end of the fourth quarter two-minute, uh, we were able to put a touchdown up on the board. You feel me? So I'm going to really say that from my perspective, coaching perspective, the final score of this game was really, you can say 6-14. to 14. You can say 6-17 to 17 just because they got that little, they got that field goal in. You feel me? They gave them that... Uh, that two-possession lead, that kind of put it out of the way for us, man. They kind of put it out of the way for us, uh, that two-possession lead. Shout out to Bill. 
Uh, it is what it is. <clears throat> but <clears throat> I am who I am, and I'm I'm going to have some things to say about that. I'm going to definitely have some things to say about that. Uh, I've already seen that there's a vast difference, vast, vast, capital V, vast difference of how I saw this game in comparison to other people saw the, uh, how other people saw this game. And it don't, it doesn't bother me. Like I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. But I also want to make sure I go out and go out and explain how I saw things in comparison to other people saw things. All right. So, <clears throat> with that being said, uh, again the Explorers were able to pick up the win. The final score was fourteen to seventeen. Uh. I don't know where I want to start with this game. I'll say I'll start with accolades first. I'll say uh, I'm not gonna call it accolades. I'm, I'm gonna start with uh, respect. That's the better way. I'm gonna start with respect. Respect to the explorers. Uh, they came out. <clears throat> they came out and did what they needed to do. All right. They came out and did what they needed to do. Now I understand my man Bill. He's going to have a lot of issues with how this game went about. And I understand from his perspective, like if I was him and I was looking at this game, I probably had the same issues that he had with it. But that's probably a big reason for why I'm kind of hyped. Like we took an L and I'm still kind of hyped. You feel me? I'm still kind of hyped. And it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to get into an in-depth breakdown. I feel like this breakdown will be a little bit more in-depth. Did my usual breakdowns, but I feel like since we've come a little farther, uh, this is my second season with the podcast, I feel like we can go a little bit more in depth with how I feel things went. All right. So first, we're going to start on offense. All right. I know I'm a defensive guy and I definitely want to jump into what my defense did. Matter of fact, I'm just going to jump in. We're going to switch it up. We're going to start with defense. I'm going to start with what my defense was able to do not do and accomplish and not accomplish. All right? Now, when I think about the overall outcome of this game, a lot of people are going to say, majority of people are going to say, hey, your offense is the reason why you lost this game. All right? One, I'm not going to completely disagree with you all. All right? Because I feel like the fumbles that we had on offense were key. All right, I feel like one the two minute the two minute drill uh, fumble by Stelts that was key. That was key because we was right there in a position to where we could at least get a field goal on the board. All right, and it might change the whole aspect of the game. It might change the whole aspect of the game. All right, and then number two, you feel me? We got another fumble by my man's uh, Mike Troy. We got another fumble by my man's Mike Troy. And that might change the aspect of the whole game, all right? But every time someone has come to my inbox and asked me, or even in a press conference when they asked me, what were the keys to you losing this game, I'm blaming my defense 100%. All right, now I understand, yeah, you were able to hold the explorers to 17 points. That's cute. I feel you. You feel me? But 
At the same time, I feel like if we didn't come out on our heels because the Explorers scored their two touchdowns in the first quarter. All right, uh, shout out to Frankie. Shout out to my man, Frankly. I know I know you're a loyal listener, you feel me? So I definitely want to give you a shout out. And we kind of low-key competing with this book, but that's another thing, you feel me? But shout out to Frankie for establishing the Explorers did not score from 2 minutes and 20 seconds in the first quarter to whenever they kicked that field goal to make it a two-possession game, like, Middle and close to the end of the fourth quarter. You feel me? And the same way I feel about that, like, quote, unquote, it's kind of the same way Bill's going to feel about that because he's going to be looking at this game and being like, hey, we ain't scoring no points. We came out running and gunning, doing what we had to do, and we ain't scoring no points since two minutes and 20 seconds in the fourth quarter. So this is why... I put so much responsibility on my defense, and I feel like, hey, y'all let us down. All right, we came out on our heels, man. We came out on our heels. Uh, It didn't help that we had to fumble by Troy. Like, the drive was looking like it was going to do what it had to do, man. And the way we play, we just want to get ahead of you and force you to throw it. Like I said this last year, I'm going to say it again. We just want to get ahead of you and force you to have to throw it. We want to make you have to throw it so we can go ahead, do our thing, pick leaders from last year, interception leaders. Yes, sir. Look out for us. You know what it is. You feel me? But we feel like that was a, I feel like that was a key contribution to why we lost this game because we went down two scores and it changed the whole, not only momentum, but the whole approach that we were taking to this game. Now, if you were in the screen, if you were in the stream, you watched the game, you understand. We came out with the get the ball to Kenny and let him do what he do. We just paid my man. He's our franchise player, maybe the face of the franchise. Maybe the face of the franchise. So we came out with, hey, let's get my man the ball and let him do what he do. You feel me? He was doing it. Don't, 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 don't. He was doing it. He he was eating he was eating them up. He was eating them up. He was doing his thing, whether it was running, whether it was passing, you get the ball in his hands and he was doing what he had to do. And me, I'm hyped. I'm hyped for what Kenny Still is getting done. You feel me? But I also understand with one, the caliber of the team that we are playing. I'm not gonna take nothing away from the explorers. You feel me? It's one of the things that makes me want to play them the most. And I like that I get another shot at them. You feel me? The just the caliber of team that the explorers are. You feel me? And then two us not playing to our full potential. Alright? Now, a part of me wants to just be like, hey, these are backup guys. Like when it comes to those fumbles, those two fumbles, those two fumbles were were, were key because they killed drives that were moving. Both of those fumbles killed drives that we were moving. One in the red zone with Stouts, the other one with uh Troy. We was just starting to cross over midfield. We was getting things going. We were trying to set the tone. If you can't set the tone for what the game is going to be. You're not going to get the dub. And the Explorers were able to come out and set a tone in that uh, first quarter with DJ. 
that let us know that he wasn't playing with us. He wasn't playing with us at all, and I respect it. I respect it. I respect the tone that they were uh, attempting to set. I guess you could say they did set because they won the game, but I still want to say attempting to set for uh, other reasons. You know what I'm saying? The main reason, one, Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger came out and did his thing. Cheeseburger came out and did his thing, bro. He was like an uncaged beast. He was like an uncaged beast, man. He came out here and did what he was supposed to do. Uh, he ended up finishing the game with four sacks, four tackles for loss. I really feel like it should have been five sacks, but I really feel like one of those sacks got registered as a tackle for loss. Like, you know, oh man, that you can get like some inches and it don't change what the sticks are. It could still say fourth and 21 or whatever, but he was able to get like six inches. So it didn't count as a sack. It counted as a tackle for loss. Like one of them plays or not even tackle for loss. It might just count as a tackle, but one of them plays, man, I peep like it. Cheeseburger should have had more sacks than what he had. And I'm not taking that away from him. He had a great game. I feel like he would be key in this game. Uh, I feel like, Cheese is going to be a key player this year, and there was a lot of reasons for why I put Forbes on the outside instead of having him back up Cheese, because I feel like Forbes and Yap both have the ability to take up multiple blockers, all right, and I think because of their abilities to take up multiple blockers, it allowed Cheese in one-on-one situation, even double teams. To do what he had to do. Because you can't just... We're not one of those lines where you only have to worry about one person and what they're going to do. At any time, any week, any game, you never know which one of our linemen will decide to take over. And especially with me running the 4-3, usually when you run... I'm not the 4-3. That's horrible. Man, I should delete that out. I I never run the 4-3. Especially with me running the 3-4, the linemen that you run are key. I, well, at least for us. I know with a lot of teams, like they expect the linebackers, the outside linebackers to make the play. But with the way we've decided to run the 3-4, it's key for us to have linemen who can make plays. And I think with Yat, with Cheese, and with Forbes, you feel me, we have a great group of linemen who can make the plays on their own. Even before we even get to the linebackers, even before we even get to the blitz presser. You feel me? I feel like we have some great guys who can get it done and do what they have to do, man. And do what they have to do. And it looked good, man. Cheese was out, was able to go out there and dominate. I would like to see a little bit more from our edges. But, well, I'll say I'd like to see a little bit more from our edges statistically. Because when I sit back and I watch the game... I like the way they play as far as keeping Daryl Johnson more so in the inside. Like, I don't like that when it came to his outside scramblers, uh, scrambles, it came down to our nose tackle to make those plays. But I also understand how them being on the outside and keeping them in was able to help Cheese get a couple of those sacks. So I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at it at all. Uh... Secondly, I feel like our secondary came out on his heels. Like a lot of those a lot a lot of those plays, man, there was a lot of times where guys were just 
making catches, making catches, making catches. And it took for us to get into the red zone and shorten the field for us to really play how we needed to play. Now, hopefully, when we go into our next game, uh, that's not as much of an issue. But if it does continue to be an issue, I do have ways to work around that. I do. I definitely have ways to work around that. So we'll see how it goes. All right, we'll see how it goes. Now, uh, shout out to Daryl Johnson, uh, DJ. Shout out to Daryl Johnson. He played a remarkable game. Uh, he played a remarkable game. And I know he's only going to get better as the season progresses. So. I don't want to say it has me worried, you feel me? But I just know I'm going to have to put a little bit more umph into what we do when we play when we play him the next time. All right? And, like, I know it was a play. I saw him, man, like, break a sack and put his hand on the ground and stumble recovery and then just keep the play moving. Uh, it was a couple of times where he got a couple of good runs, uh, good scrambles. Like Now, we did hold him to under 40. Which was our goal. We wasn't trying to let him get off and get 50-plus, 60-plus yards on us. That's something that we are very adamant about from the way we built our team. Or from the way this team is built. Uh, so it was good that we were able to keep him somewhat contained. Especially in comparison to what Breaker was able to accomplish. You feel me? So I'm very, very hype about that. I'm very, very hype about that. But I also understand that. A lot of those plays where he was able to make the play were just in crucial situations, man. It was just crucial situation. Uh, it was some unexpected aggressiveness on that first drive with them going forward on fourth. Like, I thought, hey, we had it. It would be good. But instead of going for the three, they went for the seven. They was able to get to seven. All right. Then we had a mismatch with uh, just they came out in, the tight, in a tight formation. And we ended up having a linebacker on a receiver, and the receiver did what they were supposed to do on the on the linebacker, man. Uh, shout out to my man, Kit. We've been working on your coverage, but I, I, I know in a situation like that, you up against a receiver. Uh, that's not the play we're really looking for you to make. They were able to score in that play, put them up 14-0. Uh, but after that, man, we kind of settled in. We kind of settled in, and it was a wrap for points. It was a wrap for points. Uh, they got close to the. They got in the red zone. I want to say one more time after that, and TC was able to create that fumble on Courtney Mitchell uh, and get us the ball back. Uh, as Smitty said in the stream, we tasted our own medicine. Uh, so that was good, and I think like as we continue to grow over the season, continue to build over the season, uh, we'll be able to put a stop to a lot of that. Again, I already know that's surprising that I'm coming out here with this uh, Jaguars playbook when you think about how the Jaguars perform in real life in comparison to how we expect to perform with this book because obviously I feel like my team on Madden is way better than the Jaguars in real life. You feel me? But even then, the Jaguars were able to put up some pressure, do what they got to do. I will say we are running a lot less pressure than what we ran in the previous years. And that's going to be one of the things that I sit on. Like, we are, or we've been known to be a blitz-heavy team. I understand that I do not have a dominant pass rush. Like, despite what Chiefs was able to accomplish, I understand when you look at the overalls and you go over our roster, we do not have a dominant pass rusher at any position. 
whether it be in tackle, linebacker, we don't have a dominant pass rush. So it's all about team effort. It's all about scheme. It's all about putting the right people in the right places, the right pieces in the right, or the right the right key in the right cog, or the right key in the right lock, you know, however you want to say it. But I, I understand what needed to be done. Uh, I think we held up very well. I think we held up very well. This is the first time I've seen a book like this uh, with Bill choosing the book that he chose. I'm not going to put that out there. That's up to him. I have enough respect for him not to put his book out there if he don't want his book out there. Uh, I think we were able to do a good job of holding up and maintaining things, uh, but then it'll just turn back to the offense, uh, which we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, I really felt like there should have been a few more picks. Uh, you know how I feel about interceptions, man. I think one one of the biggest things that I understand about the team that we have is that as no matter how much firepower we have on offense, our defense is key. Uh, if we don't get the plays, if we don't get the turnovers that we need, if we don't win that battle, if we we were able to get a few sacks, you feel me? We won the sack battle, but it's just like if we don't, if we're not able to get the plays that we need to put our team back in the best position, it's going to be tough for us, man. Like, it, it would have been crucial if we was able to get that when uh, DJ had the sack fumble against uh, Mar Rivers. If we were able to recover that ball, it might change the whole game. It might change the whole game, man. Like, I, I'm a big I'm a big advocate for we need to win the turnover battle. We don't need to tie it. We don't need to have less. We need to win the turnover battle in order to put our team in the best situation to succeed. All right? And then going along with the schemes that I chose for this uh, week, uh, on offense, I went three. I mean, on defense, I went three for the skies as usual. That's what we run. That's what I like. That's what we play. Uh, we do have... Uh, a few other schemes that we could throw out there. I won't say a few. I'll say one or two. One or two other schemes that we could throw out there defensively, but I'm a big fan of the 3-4 the skies. Uh, that's me. That's us. That's how we play. It is what it is. I'm not going to argue that. All right. Uh, but then at the same time, it's like we have to capitalize on the situations that we had. It goes back to the field goal. Like, uh, one of the reasons why... <clears throat> one of the reasons why Brewer was able to get the leg up over Slizzy because Slizzy, Slizzy never would have kicked the 61-yarder. She never would have even attempted it. It would have been 5, 10 yards too short. Nothing. But you go out there and you see Brewer do it, man. He just misses it the way he misses it. That field goal could change everything. Just that possession, just being that close, could change the whole way that the Explorers start scheming the way that they play. All right? And it's not like they was getting it off on us after that. It's not like they was getting it off after that, uh, which is another reason why I can see uh, I can see my man's bill being a little bit upset. I can see my man's bills being a little upset. A little bit upset because I know how you prize this defense. I know how you prize this team altogether, but especially that defense. Uh, and for us to for us to be able to still come through and uh, make a little bit, keep it close all game. Uh, when you look at the scores from this week, 
Uh, for us to be able to keep it close all game and keep it competitive, only really be one possession away, and it's just us kind of killing ourselves, man, it kind of gave me a little confidence boost, man. It kind of made me feel like, all right, if this is what we're doing against these guys, a guy, uh, a team that everybody, if they ran, it, it wouldn't surprise me if people predicted Explorer Snowhawks for the NRC championship. And for us to be able to hold up against a team like this, like the Explorers, and keep it a one-possession game for a majority of the game, man, I'm kind of I'm kind of hyped, man. I'm kind of hyped. Like it, it sucks that you have the teams that you have on your schedule when you have them. Like our first four games, our first four games are all division games. So I can only tink and tinker with things so long before I have to be like, all right, it's all in. Like even next week, I'm kind of worried. Like, do I want to tink and tinker and test with this, or do I want to just? Go with what I think is going to work, man, and give it our all. Like, it's it's, it's, it's kind of confusing, man. It's a few schemes that I still want to run. I'm about to try one of them next week against the T-Birds. But we came out this week at our base scheme, our base being uh, West Coast Zone. Uh, not West Coast Zone. West Coast Spread. And on defense, our base being 3-4 disguise, man, I think we held up pretty well against what most people would consider a juggernaut of a team. So I'm not upset. I'm not too upset. Uh, there are a few things that uh, kind of made me mad. Uh, one, how long it took our defense to get off their heels, man. I really think that's the key to this game. Our defense came out kind of flat, man. Came out on their heels. Like I'm not mad about the the linebacker wide receiver mismatch where they went when they got that fourth uh, when they went up fourteen. Uh, kit on, I want to say, uh, Latavius Austin or Courtney Mitchell, one of them. You feel me? Like, I'm not mad at that. Uh, I understand matchups is matchups. I'm big on matchups, so matchup is matchups. And right then, they had the matchup. Uh, and then I feel like with the first drive, if they don't go for it, if they don't go for it on that fourth man and they just kick the field goal, it's no telling how this game turns out. So, knowing those kind of things, knowing what. I don't want to say it had to be done, but knowing what was done in order to get into position into the position they got into, like I'm with it, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too upset. I'm not too upset. All right. Uh, player of the game on defense, obviously, Mar Rivers, man. He did his things for four sacks, which I think should be five. Uh, four tackles for loss, man. He did his thing. Hopefully. If things go right, we can uh, get that uh, NRC player of the week, man. Get him a little bit more XP. Uh, hopefully get him an upgrade, man. Move him up because he had an next down in the game. And hopefully we get that same consistency from him as the season goes on. There's no reason for why he can't be a sack leader. He has the potential. He's nice. There's no reason for why Cheese can't be a sack leader in this league, man. It's just a matter of consistency, and we'll see how that consistency uh, goes. All right. <clears throat> and then as we switch the offense, uh, and we still keep talking about consistency, man, our most consistent player, and also player of the week for us, uh, Kenny Steele, man. Kenny Steele, I'm not going to cue the genuine this time, but y'all hear it. Y'all hear it in your head as I say this. Kenny Steele did his thing, man. Uh, we wish we could have got him over 100 yards rushing. He was our leading receiver as well. Uh, Kenny did his thing, man. Kenny did his thing. And it's just going to be a matter of having the passing game complement the running game. 
All right. Now we also understand the type of team that we was playing and the type of secondary that they have. So we're not really too disappointed about the way we move. I'm very proud of my guy Brinker for not throwing any picks. Because I know Brinker. He's a gunslinger. Anybody who knows Brinker, he's a gunslinger. He would throw it. He would throw it up. You feel me? And say, hey, risk it. It was a couple of them. There was a couple passes like that in the game. But for the most part, he was safe with the football. He put it where it needed to be. It was just a matter of if we could continue. Like, on his good drive where he was getting down there, it looked like we were going to put some points up. Uh, my man Stelts wasn't ready and uh, got popped by Lando. Got popped by Lando, dropped the ball. Just like Troy. Troy got popped by Lando, too. Wasn't ready. We got popped by, pop by Lando, too. All right? And uh, it's unfortunate, but you also understand the type of player that you were playing. Uh, it, it was a very, very key uh, decision for us in our game plan to try to stay out of the middle. Uh, we were trying our hardest to stay out of the middle, man. We wanted to attack the outside. The only person we really wanted in the middle was Kenny. We felt like we might could be able to get some blockers on Landau to keep him moving up the field. Uh, but as far as the passing game, we wanted to stay out the middle. And when you go over our game, you'll see a lot of our successful passes was along the outside, outside of that hash. Outside of those hash marks, man, we really did what we were supposed to do. All right? <clears throat> Which leads to another big thing. That's really been, I don't want to say bothering me, but that's been on my mind. Sometimes I felt like I had to address. Uh, I saw in the chat, man, a lot of people calling for these drags. A lot of people calling for drags to Tupac and wondering why he wasn't getting these. It was only one play. It was only one, no, or two. It was only two plays. One brinker kind of missed overthrew it, and it was almost intercepted. You feel me? And then it was another play where he just ran out of time. And if he had, like, maybe a second and a half more, he could have got that uh, drag out and got the Q-Pac or got the uh, J.J. because they were both kind of running across the screen and it was open. Other than that, nah. Nope. Nope. I know everybody say, hey, you miss Q. I saw that in the chat a lot. Miss Q on this drag. Miss Q on this drag. Q said it. Some A uh, couple fans in the stand said it. And it's like, I'm going to say it in the RFL way, and I hope I don't offend nobody, but if I offend you, hey, you offended. You can hit me in my inbox or work it out. You feel me? But just like how the NFL has armchair coaches where they feel like, oh, this is what I would have did in those situations, but they ain't never played no game, never coached no football, never nothing. They don't know. They just see what they see on TV. That's the same way I feel about the stream, man. We got some, some chat room coaches. You feel me? We got some chat room coaches who think they – Know what's going on, man. And it's like, when you become a coach in this league, especially when you've done it for a while and you start to understand your opponents and look at your opponents differently, especially teams like the Explorers, teams like the Tigers, teams like the T-Birds who are in our division and we play them consistently and we know we have to look out for these teams. Listen, y'all going to see them drag routes. Y'all going to see Q pop was kind of open, but y'all not going to see that DeMarco Lando was right there, and that's why I broke it in and throw it. On most of those, on most of those drags that y'all saw, DeMarco Lando was right there, bro, and he would have 
pop, Q pop, the ball would have popped out, and we probably would have had an even bigger deficit than what we had. And I respect the Explorers enough to know that that's not how I'm trying to attack. Like, I know how I'm trying to scheme for the Explorers. Now, do I I could say that if I would have uh, picked a different scheme overall instead of going with our base West Coast spread and went with, like, a different scheme, like, let me say something I'm not going to use. Like, let's say I went with spread or I went with West Coast Power Run or something. It might have changed the whole aspect of the game. But for what we were doing and for what exactly I wanted wanted to do, man, I'm glad Brinker didn't throw them drags. Like, we went with West Coast spread. When you look at West Coast spread, a quick summary, because I don't know it off the top of my head all the way, it's going to say we're going to attack horizontally, all right, which is usually meaning we're going to hit them outsides. We're going to hit them out routes. We're going to hit them, uh, we might hit some in routes, but against the Explorers, you don't want to hit no in routes. You feel me? But we knew we were staying out of the middle. And every time you saw a pass completed over the middle, the next thing you saw was that guy get pop, 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 like cut and flips pop. Like, not only just for Lando, but you got to worry about Darius Young, too. Darius Young is a former Baron. I know who he is. I traded him to the Explorer. He is a, for, a former Baron. I know exactly who he is. And I can always say shout-out to Bill. He won that trade because I don't think I have anybody left that I traded the, uh, Darius Young for on my team. Now, when I had Darius Young, he ain't had the big hitter trade. But... He earned it through his play, and he was able to get it later on. If Darius Youngster had the big hitter trait, I might even have Ethan King right now. I probably wouldn't. But he ain't have it, and I needed that big hitter trait. And I needed a sub linebacker, but that's a whole nother story. You feel me? But long story short, if Q would have got them balls on the time where they were talking about, oh, he missed them on the drag and blah, blah, blah. He would have got popped. It would have been another fumble. And then we would have been talking about how I lost the game 35 to 3. So, no, we're not doing that. And I'm proud of Brinker for not doing that. Brinker was looking out. It might not seem like Brinker was looking out because Brinker was kind of holding the ball. But when you play a team of the caliber of the Explorers, your quarterback is going to hold the ball. All right? I know a lot of people don't look at teams uh look at schemes look at the play to the extent that the coaches look at the teams the scheme and the play that's why coaches are coaches you know what i'm saying that's why coaches are coaches you have to look deeper than just oh he look like he's open man it's deeper than that like a lot of guys are watching the games as players and watching the games as fan and when you're watching the game as a player you're only looking about really looking at what your player could do. And when you're watching the game as a fan, you're just really watching for the excitement of the game. Like, everybody thinks they know, but you don't always know. You feel me? So, hey, I'm sorry, Q, that you didn't get those drags that you were supposed to get, but also I'm grateful that you didn't get those drags that you thought you were supposed to get. Like, I saw it in the, tr- I saw it in the chat. Yeah, he keep missing them. He keep missing them. He was not missing them. He was not missing them. He was saving them. More than you know that he was saving them. Drags and slants. We're going to hit those. We're going to hit those. Even our best receiver. Even Amari was quiet. Even Amari was quiet. Because I understand when I come in and I play Bill, we play in this cover four. Ain't no bomb squad versus cover four. 
Maybe some of y'all other, like, it's a lot of teams who pick the same book as Bill. You feel me? And y'all cover for it, I'm going to eat that up. I'm going to eat y'all cover for it up. Play that against me, I'm going to eat y'all up. You feel me? But Bill, Bill's cover for is different. Bill is the godfather. And y'all just the guys following the godfather because y'all seen it work for Bill and he got this far and that's why y'all picking it. And I understand that. You feel me? I understand that. It's just like if somebody decided to pick, it's not a shot. Shout out to my man Frankie. This is not a shot because I know you got uh, MJ Five and then you got uh, you got my man's OJ. So this is not a shot at you. But if somebody else other than Frankie or somebody came out trying to run the read option, trying to run this Baltimore book or whatever, like I know you're not gonna run it the same way that I run it. You're not gonna be able to run it the same way that I run it, man. So. It is what it is. It's just how I look at y'all. Like, Bill is the originator of this Minnesota book. He's been running the Minnesota book ever since I met him. Like, ever, ever since I joined the league, Bill has been running the same Minnesota book. You feel me? And I understand what he can do. He didn't even run the quarters out of this. Um, he didn't even run the quarter scheme out of this. Like, I had a feeling while I was watching the game, like, he's not really running quarters. But, like, even later on, when I look on Daddy Leagues, I see he's not really running his quarters. It'd be even worse if he ran the quarters. But I know when I'm playing Bill, like, all that bomb squad, that's out of here. And we went back and forth with it because me and Bill had a, had a, I, say, I won't say an argument. I say we had a, 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 a squabble. We had a squabble. We had a discussion about the the, the cover four. I hate cover four. I, I tell them all the time, cover, cover four is trash. You feel me? Cover four is trash. You feel me? But if you're good at it and you had a team for it, it's going to work. And the Explorers are good at it and they had a team for it. Their team is so good at it that they don't have to run it. It's going to happen, and they still going to be nice at it, and they can do something else. It's like us with cover one because cover one is my favorite thing. Like, I didn't have to run a cover one scheme for us to show our cover one. And as soon as we came out of that cover one, what happened? TC came through with that fumble. TC came through and knocked Courtney Mitchell in the next week when we got that fumble. You feel me? But I also understand that everybody is not looking at the game the same way the coaches are looking at the game. And if you come in as a coach and you're not looking at the game like that, you're going to lose. Probably all your games. Unless you find another coach who's looking at the game the same way you are not taking it seriously. Like, the same thing I tell Nikki Flames. Like, you have to look at this like you are an NFL coach week to week with only your schemes and how you're going to use your schemes in order to beat what they're going to do. It's certain teams in the NFL that you know exactly what they're going to do. Just i.e. me and the Ravens. I'm here watching the Ravens all the time, right outside Baltimore. Yeah, I can almost walk. I'm right outside Baltimore. I know they're going to run this read option. Everybody who plays the Ravens know they're going to run this read option. How are you going to stop the read option? I can say the same thing about Bill in this cover four, and I respect it. I respect it because it makes me, as a coach, have to get better and find a way to not be bomb squad and still win. Because if it's up to me, I'm going to throw verticals every time and say, hey, who can catch Amari? Hey, who can catch Cupac? Hey, who can outjump Joe Johnson? That's what I would do. But I understand the caliber of person that I'm playing. 
I understand the caliber of person that I'm playing. You feel me? And I'm not trying to cause no rifts. I ain't trying to cause no problems with nobody. I don't want Cupac to feel like deflated or nothing like that. It's just like, bro, we're going to get you the ball. I promise you, we're going to get you the ball. You feel me? And I don't want to become like, because I feel like, hey, receivers are going to be receivers. I'm a receiver. You feel me? When I step aside from the Barons, we play tonight, 8 o'clock. You feel me? Well, Monday night when I'm recording this, because I'll probably drop this on Tuesday. I'm a receiver, and I understand how I feel to be a coach inbox. I was all in for this inbox. Hey, give me the ball. Hey, put me in the slot. Hey, let me return the punts. Hey, let me do this. Hey, let me do that. You feel me? So I understand. I understand 100% what needs, how it is. I ain't going to say what needs to be done. I'm going to say how it is. I understand how you feel. But until you take that next step and understand the game, Understanding your opponents. One of the keys, one of the, what's, what's it? It's a gift and a curse. One of the gifts and the curses of the RFL is we play once a year. We have one season a year. A lot of these other sim leagues, they might get four, five, six seasons out in the, in the manning time. And it's not about really studying your opponent. Like, it's not about the consistency of coaches that you even have in the league. It's just about getting out there and playing some football, man, doing what you got to do and hoping for the best. But we're in the league where you have to study the consistency of your coaches. Right? Things change year to year. Coaches change year to year. And you have to be up. You have to be up on this. You have to be up on this. All right? And just us from... Understanding our division, understanding how we play, man. And our division is top tier. We had, like, this is my thing. All right. Most people know, unless they're just in denial, that the Barons are nice. We nice, bro. We not a team that you can just come in here and play with like that. Like, if you play with us, you're going to throw six picks. You're going to be mad. Like, don't play with us. If you play with us, Kenny gonna run all over you. Like, don't don't play with us. If you play with us, Amari gonna have four hundred yards on you. Like, don't play with us like that. You feel me? And even with that, we're still the number three team in most people's eyes in our division. So when we come up against the one A one B team, you don't know who's one, you don't know who's two. Like with the Explorers, with the Thunderbirds. Like, you have to understand what you're getting into. This is why a lot of the coaches in the NRC are afraid of Bill. I understand that. A lot of the coaches in the NRC are afraid of Bill. They'll see Bill on their schedule. They'll see the Thunderbirds on their schedule, and they'll automatically be like, all right, if this is a loss, this is what we're going to do next. You feel me? I can't do that because I played them twice. Four of my games are the teams that y'all play one time and count as an L. I don't have time to do that. I have to go in and extra really look up what they're going to do, really study, really pay attention to roster moves, philosophies. Like, it's it's a whole different ballgame. That's why I picked this division. Because I have to apply myself every time. I have to. There's no way I'm going to win if I don't apply myself. It's just been a matter of getting my team, getting the Barons to a point to where they have to apply themselves to. You feel me? The respect of Bill and the, if, and the, the respect of the T-Birds, even though they don't have a coastal more, but having his respect when he was here, you feel me, means a lot more to me than a lot of other people's respect. Because I know with them two, will it be in one now, but them two through the history of when I was coaching, y'all be trembling in y'all boots. 
Y'all be trembling in y'all boots. There's a snake in my boots. That'll be y'all. Yeah, y'all was automatically counting that as an L, bro. Y'all automatically counting that as an L. So it's a whole different bargain. Like, even with us going into the T-Birds next week, the T-Birds are easily the best CPU team in the league. I know somebody's going to be like, no, nah, man, them, them Celtic tight. No. The T-Birds are easily the best CPU team in the league, and I got to play them twice. There's not too many CPU teams that I don't want to play. Let's be honest about it. It's not too many CPU teams that I don't want to play. Honorable mention would be the Desperados after what they did this uh, after what they did last year, and they look like they're trying to do it again. You feel me? But y'all don't want to see. Y'all would not want to be in my division. Shout out! Shout out to Coach Stein. We take out Coach Stein. All right. And the Tigers. There is no other team in the NRC who will want to come in and step in and be that fourth team. There's no other team. The only person that I might say, might the only two teams that I might say want that smoke a little bit would be the Steamers. Shout out to my man Justin because I know they got Wagner and they feel like they can just throw it on everybody. You feel me? And the Snowhawks. And they just played. And you saw how that game went. You feel me? And and the Snowhawks, because I know he got the he got G Money. You gonna come out with G Money and one one loss on everybody. It probably it boost them up. You don't wanna see you would not wanna face the Snowhawks if they had to face me, Bill, and the T Birds twice a year. Y'all wanna y'all wouldn't wanna see that Mitchie. Y'all wouldn't wanna see that Mitchie at all. And then even then, they would still probably put me as the fourth seed out of those four teams. And y'all wouldn't want to see me. Y'all wouldn't want to see me. Like, and that could sound conceited, cocky, I don't care. Like, it's just the realness of what it is. Y'all wouldn't want none of that smoke. And it's cool. It's cool. I'm not hating on y'all for not wanting that smoke. I just be wanting people to understand what's really going on over here. It's just like the ARC North. It's just like the ARC North, man. Don't know why I want to see the Huskies for real with them being the CPU team. The Huskies had an off year. Where'd they go, 10 and 6? When 10 and 6 is your off year, you want, is that who you want to see? Huh? When the Bulls going 10 and 6, that's your off year. Is that who you want to see? No. The Aviators came through 14 and 2. Do y'all really want to see the Aviators? No. Do y'all want to see them Cougars? No, y'all know y'all don't want to see the Cougars. That's mix. Y'all know y'all don't want to see mix. Y'all go into the game expecting to lose the mix. You got to have the goal. You got to have the balls to be like, hey, I want to see these people at their best, and I want to beat them, bro. And it's not a lot of that in this league. A lot, a lot of people just looking for the easy way. All right, now that's not a shot to everybody. That's not a shot to everybody because there's some guys that I know uh, just off the top of my head, if I don't mention, you don't feel no way. It's like uh, Coach Davis, Red Dragons, he ain't scared of nobody. He wants to see everybody. Tor, he wants to see everybody. He wants to see everybody. I think Jacob, I think Jacob right now, I think Jacob right now want to see everybody. I think he believes in his defense right now. He might be a little iffy on merit, but he wants to see everybody. Don't nobody rattle his boots like that. You feel me? There's a few, there's a few people out here that know like, nah. Mm-mm, I ain't scared of nobody. 
You feel me? And I'm one of them guys. It's just my team don't stand out like them other teams. But when those teams come and face me, they understand. Like, when Bill play me, he know he can't play with me. Like, respectfully. I don't even want that to sound like a shot. You feel me? Because Bill's my dog. Like, we had our differences. But I respect Bill as a coach, bro. That's my dog. You feel me? And Bill knows when he plays me, he has to try for it. A lot of y'all, when Bill plays y'all, he knows he don't have to try. And that's horrible. That's horrible. You feel me? But it is what it is. When you get up like that, and the Bill's going to... Now, let me clear that up. Because I'm not going to put nothing on Bill that he didn't say. This is just me, my opinion, my perspective. Bill's going to come out every week and try to beat the hell out of everybody every week. All right? I'm, I'm going to put that right. The Bill's going to try his best to beat the hell out of you every week. You feel me? But I just feel like when Bill plays me or when Bill plays the T-Birds, you feel me? Even the Tigers. He can't just come and say, hey... I'm going to beat the hell out of them. It comes more to, I'm going to try to win. I'm going to win this game. It, it's a whole different It's a whole different ballgame. You feel me? And that's just where I think we are right now. Like, I know I'm kind of rattling off. This is a long way from Q-Pac and these drags. You feel me? But it's just a matter of, you have to learn your team. You have to learn your team, and you have to learn your division. This is one of the big things I was telling Nikki Flames. Like, because I know even now... Uh, kind of with the scheme that the approach that I'm taking to this next game, he didn't really understand it. He didn't really understand it, like, and it's more than what I just told him. Like, I just told him, like, "Hey, man, it's the balance of re off the re option," but it's more than that, man. And, but I want him to take the time to research why it's more than that. Like, this is a league where you have to take every team seriously. You need to study these teams. A lot of these coaches go over to the next year. You need to study the tendency of these coaches to understand why they want to do what they want to do, man. And what you can do to stop it, man. And what you can do to stop it. All right? But anyway, too much rant. We're going to get off of that. We're going to get off of that. Let's go back. Offense performance. I'm I'm proud of Brink for not giving the, for not throwing the ball away. He only took one sack. I'm proud of that, too. He only took one sack, and that was off of him being stupid and running back when he should have threw the ball away. So I'm not I'm, – I'm proud of Brink. I'm, he, he's definitely shown growth from what we seen last year to what we saw this year. Now, we were only able to accomplish one touchdown, and it was like two-minute drill touchdown. So, eh. But as we move forward, as I put him in better situations, because I'm, I'm putting that on me still, I picked the schemes. I picked I pick that. You feel me? I just went base. Because you don't have time to really decipher things. Like, this is a division game. If I was playing somebody in the... The NRC East, NRC West, NRC South, I would have went about this game a whole entirely different way. But these games matter. You feel me? These games matter. And even when it comes down to what your division record is, you feel me? It's still the points for uh points forced. That counts. Strength of schedule, that counts. About who when it comes to this playoff season, man, all that counts. All of that counts. All right, and I'm in a position where I could go. Like it may suck. Like I don't want to. How can I check? Bill could probably go undefeated in the division now, just off this one game. Like hopefully, as we go on down the stretch and I get to that week nine game when I play him, I'm able to beat him to kind of shore up things. But you feel me? But like 
even this next game. If we lose this next game, no matter if we lose by 1.2 points, I might feel some type of way about how we lost because it lets me know what I can do moving forward. But when it comes to that standing, if I start off 0-2 in the division, man, it's going to look wild. It's going to look big wild. And it could kill us later on down the line. It could kill us. like Because I don't know. Listen. Respectfully. I don't know who's going to be Bill. Other than me. Right. And it's going to sound horrible. I don't care. I don't know who's going to be Bill other than me. I see y'all. Y'all look nice. Y'all look like y'all going to have some decent teams. You feel me? But I feel like if you're going to have a problem with me, what you going to do with Bill? What you going to do with the T-Birds? If you got a problem with me, I know a lot of y'all going to look at y'all skirts and be like, oh, it's the Burns. We, we can do this. We got this. It's going to be a close one. Nah, 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 nah. nah. No. Bro, if you struggling with me, how you going to be Bill? How you going to beat the T-Birds, bro? Really? How you going to beat the Snowhawks? If you struggling with me, how you going to beat the Steamers? If you struggling with me, like it's four teams, the T-Birds, the Explorers, the Steamers, and uh, the Snowhawks. I automatically expect them to kind of be in the playoffs. The Thunderbirds might not make it because I plan on making it. But now that we got seven teams per side, you feel me? All three of us in our division can make it. You feel me? And then you got the Snowhawks and uh, the Steamers winning their division. And then what y'all going to do? One division to toss up. And it might be the Desperados to win that division. What y'all really going to do? What y'all really going to do? You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm looking at it because I know I'm an underdog. I can talk all the junk I want to. I know I'm an underdog, especially in my division. I feel like I go to one of these other divisions and clean up. I feel like I go to one of these other divisions and clean up. NRC South. Stop y'all run game. I'll clean up. NRC, NRC uh, East, stop y'all pass game. I'll clean up. I already want to, I already want y'all to throw it, and all y'all throwing it. Except for uh, the Shamrocks might run a little bit more than the rest of y'all. But y'all, the rest of the division, they going to throw it. Come throw it. That's what I want. NRC West, everybody a little different, but I feel like that's Mitchie's division. I th- it's between him and uh, the Elks, and I really don't feel like the Elks have the firepower to stick with them. They did just get Worrell. You feel me? I don't feel like they really got the firepower to stick with the Snowhawks for real. I think they're going to be another wild card. It's going to look good. They're going to be a, a, a tough team to face. You feel me? In the playoffs. But at the end of the day, I don't see them winning that division. Unless G-Money get hurt, I don't see them winning that division at all, bro. It's up to them if they're going to be a wild card or not. That's how, that's how I see a lot of these teams. It's up to you if you're going to be a wild card or not. It is what it is. You feel me? Like, I'm not... This is going to sound like I'm high and mighty, and I don't care. You feel me? You know I'm going to talk my junk, but I feel how I feel about my team, bro. I feel how I feel about my team. And I feel how I feel about my competition. And I feel like ain't nobody playing the competition I'm playing. And if you swap me out for any of y'all, y'all not going to hang. Y'all not going to live out here. All right? We're about to get to the red 55, so I'm about to pause this and move on to the next because I still got a little bit more to say. All right? All right, but anyway, off of that rant, man. Off of that rant. Uh, big congratulations to the Explorers. I'm still mad that uh, we had those fumbles by those backups, but the 53 is the 53, man. They are part of the team. The reason why they're on the 53 is because I felt like they had the skills to get it done. 
Uh, I also understand who we're playing with when we're playing with DeMarco Orlando, who we're playing when we're playing Darius Young, uh, who's trapping us out there with Dockett and uh, and uh, Chamberlain. Like, we ain't get nothing, nothing really off for real. Our receivers was quiet. Our receivers was quiet. It went Kenny Steele, then I think it went Patrick Bain, and then... Um, and then Cupac might have had the next most yards after that, and he only had two catches. Like, I understand what we was doing, but I also understood our approach. And I felt like us getting down two possessions early killed our approach because we wanted to grind it out and do what we have to do. All right, put, put the ball in Kenny's hand, grind out, and win the game. But I think our defense is waking up a little late. Kind of ruined things for us, man. I don't want to say ruin, but put us at a disadvantage because we still had opportunities to still tie the game, take the lead. But this Flores defense is going to do what they're going to do, man. And the big hitter is different. The big hitter is different on this man than what it's been on the other man. Like one thing, one of the people I want to see, even though I just said what I said, uh, shout out to the Alks. I want to see Ash. I want to see Ash because I know that big hitter hit different on this. That big hitter hit different on this matter. And I think that's going to be key. I think fumbles are going to be the key to this matter. I don't think it's going to be as many interceptions. Like, I still want to lead the league in interceptions, but I don't think it's going to be as many as uh, we had on last year's matter. I just think the game plays different, man. The game plays way different. And then I also think as DJ grows, man, he's able to hit passes and able to hit things differently. Uh, it might affect the whole outcome of the game. Now, it was, a, it was a lot of passes that he missed as well. Like, I know Brinker missed a few passes, didn't make a few plays. Uh, and I hold that to the quality of the Explorers defense. But them out routes that the Explorers was missing, like, they was eating us up. It was open. It's not like they didn't have the, the opportunity to hit those routes. You feel me? They just didn't hit those routes. All right, and then that's going to come back down to me and being able to uh, expand what we can do with these playbooks, take some chances, try some different things. All right, and I know I know that's going to be key. I know that's going to be key, and that's something that we're working on. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have an NFL game to like week 10, week 9. So it's going to be straight RFL. Uh, we got to do some testing and tinkering. It sucks that our testing and tinkering is against uh, the Explorers and the Thunderbirds just because they're in our division. But it's also great that we're testing and tinkering against the Explorers and the Thunderbirds because they're the best defenses in the, in the conference. You feel me? And I can say that their defense is better than mine. Like, it is what it is. I understand how much scheming comes to our defense being the Barons being successful. And then I also understand, like, how much Bill probably wouldn't even have to scheme his defense if he didn't want to. His, his defense is even better because you scheme it. The Thunderbirds, if they, had to, if they had a coach who understood defense, their defense would be even better. You know what I'm saying? If they were scheming it. Y'all going to have to face CPU Thunderbirds. And y'all ain't going to stand no chance. Y'all ain't going to stand no chance. You feel me? But it is what it is. I'm going to stop rapping. I'm going to stop being all uh, aggressive. And we're going to go into the uh, preview for the Thunderbirds. Uh, what we plan to do, man. Uh, last time we played Thunderbirds, uh, or last season when we played Thunderbirds, we were able to win one, lose one, split it. Uh, we're trying to keep this reputation since I've become the coach and played the Thunderbirds. Uh, we always win the first game, so hopefully we can win this first game too. We're gonna try to take this. We're gonna take the steps that we need in order to uh, be efficient. Uh, I see something that we could do, uh, and I hope that it works. Usually, I would say what we're gonna do because it's a CPU team, but just because I understand how much more important schemes are on this Madden in comparison to the last Madden, 
especially because we can't pick our trainer specifically. I don't really want to say what I want to do because I'm probably going to have to use it against other people as well. All right. But I do uh, expect us to be very, uh, very different. It'll probably still be a close game like it was with Dig Explorers. I just expect us to come out on top. Uh, we're going to try some things. We're going to we're definitely going to try some things. Uh, try to open things up a little bit more, not just not just on the ground, but uh, in the air as well. All right. Now, as we move forward and we go into week two with us going against uh, Toronto Thunderbirds, uh, coming off a great win against the Tigers, uh, we again want to establish Kenny. Uh, we definitely want to establish Kenny. Uh, we think that would be key. Uh, establishing Kenny will help open up the other two facets of our offense, uh, which happens to be one, the re-option. Uh, with those kind of defensive ends, man, the the re-option is going to be it's going to be key, man, about just getting those guys up to feel enough to we can get around those edges, because uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really tough. Uh, those are some top tier D ends. This is a top tier defensive line. Uh, that we are going against, but we are not going to change what we do, man. We're not going to change what we do. We are going to force you to stop it. And hopefully we can put enough energy into those guys being forced to stop it that we are able to do what we want to do uh, as far as the passing game. Now, I'm still, still kind of caught up between schemes. I'm still kind of caught up between schemes, man. Uh, just because, like, I know if... The T-Birds are going to play the way I think they're going to play. I think there's just a certain way that we should go about it. Uh, but at the same time, man, it's kind of risky for the biscuit. Just to see what it looks like. Uh, we do have a, the game following that. We do face the Tigers, and I do feel like uh, between these two schemes, the scheme that I'm kind of leaning towards not playing against the Thunderbirds, will be uh, effective against the Tigers, too, and another chance for us to see it. So I'm kind of thinking, should we go about it that way? And then also, with us trying to get a win, I'm not trying to be 500 in this division. Like, it's go it's going to be tough. It's it's going to be tough. Uh, we got to win. I really feel like we have to win four division games to even compete in this division. Like, I don't want to just be competing for a wild card. I, I want to compete for this division. And we could go... We can go fifteen and one, but if the Explorers fifteen and one too, man, they might get it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're gonna do what we need to do. What I feel like it's gonna be uh, most effective. I'm gonna be thinking about it for uh, I guess another day or two. Like just really sitting back, looking at tape, looking at schemes, uh, seeing what we could really, really do. Looking at our personnel. Uh, it's going to matter how we come out of this practice, uh, how we're going to attack things. Uh, but it should be a great, it should be a great game, man. It should be a very entertaining game. Uh, I know this isn't the WWE, so we're not just coming out here to try to be entertaining. We're really trying to, uh, we're trying to get this win, man. We're trying to get this win. We do not want to start off 0-2. Just because we don't want to be digging ourselves out of a big hole, no matter how big my ego may be, I really don't want to be digging ourselves out of a out of a big hole, man. Uh, we really don't want to be uh, digging ourselves out of a big hole. Uh, we'll see how it goes. 
Uh, we'll see how it goes. We definitely want to get the passing game more active. Uh, and if we have to switch our base game from what we used last year, I, I'm not opposed to that at all. I'm not opposed to that at all. I've used a few different schemes uh, through my practices that uh, I was able to do this season or this off season. Uh, not having a preseason really sucks because it, it doesn't really give me a chance to really look at things. So I don't want to look at things. I know everybody's going to a lot. I'm not going to say everybody. I'm going to say a majority of people, when they look at schemes, when they look at the games, just looking at uh, which plays were, which plays got the yard, uh, which plays got the points, blase, blase. But, like, me, my coaching perspective, I'm looking at frequency of plays. I'm looking, like, who was open, uh, what coverage did we face, and when can we use this against somebody else. It's just, like, how I'm looking at it, it's just a lot different than how most guys are looking at things so uh this game right here is another up and down game uh a single i i don't want to lose i don't want to lose at all like i didn't want to lose the bill I, I wanted to beat bill i understand why we lost the bill and it's just going into this next game it's the same uh the same thing like, i don't want to lose this game even if i am testing things trying things i don't want to lose this game i want to win this game but i'm definitely going to be taking uh extra notes uh, really diving into the game film uh, afterwards to see uh, what happens if we do lose or if we do win. Like I want to know what made us effective. If we can come back to this game later, uh, how can we? Who should we use these games against? Because the scheme I just used against Bill, like the West Coast spread, I'm going to use that again. That was our base scheme last year. We probably used that out of what 13 out of the 16 games, or uh, well, 17. Uh, so 14 out of the 17 games because we made the playoffs. Like, we probably use that same scheme. And I, I, I'm not against using the scheme repeatedly. It's just figuring out which scheme is going to be best for us for what we're trying to get accomplished for this year, man. Uh, so this is going to be a, a big note-taking game. Uh, a guy who I really like to see open up is Amari, but that's going to count on Brinker. So I guess Brinker is another guy that I like to uh, see open up. Uh, we might take... A tad bit of the read option away. I don't really want to. I feel like it's going to be something that we're going to need to use. But I don't want it to become a dependency. You know what I'm saying? I want it just to be another tool in the toolbox. So uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see, what that, we'll see how that transpires, man. But uh, I'm really hyped for this game that we got coming up. I'm really, really hyped for this game that we got coming up. Just to get another look at the guys. Uh, still a few personnel changes that I'm, I'm looking at to see where I want to play guys. Seeing who's going to be HB2. Uh, because Troy kind of let me down. And I don't want to just automatically bench him because of the fumble. But at the same time, it's a new gen. Uh, it's a new gen. It's a new game. And if it's uh, for the best to put Nickerson out there, Nickerson didn't get any carry. So we still got to see what Nickerson's going to look like. Uh, if it's best to put him out there or if it's best to uh, put Meredith out there, he, he had one carry, but it was effective. It was positive yardage. Uh, if that's it's best to put him out there, then that's what we're going to do. Uh, going back to our receiver room, if it's better to put uh, Q-Pac on the outside this week, we'll put him on the outside. Last week we had him in the slot. And then definitely with our book, it's a Mitch and match. Like you can still have somebody in the slot in our book, but they're still lined up on the outside and then somebody else will line up in the slot. You feel me? And then compare on the scheme, but determine how often they call those type of plays. So those are the type of things that we'll be looking at as we move forward going into this week. Uh, big hype, big hype, uh, definitely big hype. Uh, 
I hope to see you all in the stream. I think I think we're a Saturday game, a premier game, but I think we'll be one of the uh, biggest premier games of this week. Uh, I know there's a couple teams that didn't play last week, so they'll be coming in this week and you get your first look at them. But I definitely feel like this would be must-see TV. Definitely feel like this would be uh, must-see TV. Hopefully we can get the same kind of production out of uh, guys like Mar Rivers, guy out of guys like Kenny Steele. Uh, to continue pushing us forward, man. But, uh, long story short, man, I'm hyped, man. Long story short, I'm hyped. I'm ready to see what's uh, going to go on. I'm going to be very inquisitive. Uh, got my magnifying glass out. You feel me? Detective. On my detective mode, man, just seeing what we can do. We, it's a long season. Uh, we still have 16 games left. Like, really? Like, with, with the new 17-game uh, schedule, man, we still have 16 games left. So, it's kind of like we're just getting into the season. Uh, and every game is going to count. Uh, we're not we're not doing this 9-8. and eight. We're not doing this 8-9. and nine. Uh, We definitely uh, want to continue to be better, man. We want to continue to grow and build that reputation of being a playoff-caliber team, a reload bowl contender uh, every season, man. So, it's just going to be a matter of seeing how that goes. Uh, I'm definitely looking at our defensive playbook. I don't really want – I want to run the same books all year. But I do have uh, backup defensive books if I feel like this isn't going to be the book to get it done. Now, I'm not against how we played in the first game. I think we did pretty different, uh, pretty decent. But I do also see a couple of areas of weakness that we had that we could uh, work on. And uh, I'll see how I can manipulate those things as we go forward. i see how I can manipulate those things as we go forward, man. But – this should be a fun week, man. This should be a fun week. I kind of have in mind what I want to do as far as the training. It's just a matter of schemes, really. Just a matter of schemes. I'm going to take a, a, another day or two to think about how those schemes should go, man. Uh, I've been watching. I watched our game, the 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 Barons Explorers game. I watched that over maybe like 15, 16 times. And I haven't really taken a look at the Thunderbirds-Tigers game. So, uh that's something I'll definitely be doing tonight. Uh, well, when y'all get this yesterday. Uh, and then the following night, uh, after the podcast on Wednesday, uh, depending on when we actually play, uh, maybe a little bit on Thursday, too, to get it set up. It's just like I'm going to be doing my deep dive to see what's best for us, uh, uh, how we should attack, what was effective for the Tigers, what wasn't effective for the Tigers, uh, where the Thunderbirds look good, where they look like they might have an opening. And then I also understand, like, if we're still going off last year, I'm not sure. The CPU seems to scheme for exactly what you do, so or train for exactly what you do. So I might pick the training and then pick the scheme to offset the training that we just picked just because I know the CPU team is going to go for that training. Uh, well, I assume. I'm not sure. Uh, I assume. So that's something. You know, assume it's not always good, you feel me? But just from notes that I've taken, it seems like that's going to be the move. All right. And uh, this week, the CPU teams, man, the CPU teams was doing things against some some coaches, man. I know a lot of these new coaches, uh, it might be all the new coaches, a lot of these new coaches so far done got their welcome to the RFL moment, man. A lot of these new coaches got their uh, welcome to the RFL moment, man. There were no close games. There were no close games, really. Except for me versus Bill. Except for me versus Bill, man, that might have been the closest game out of all the games. I think the next might have been the the Aviators Riverhogs, man, and 
Not really count because it's only one coach, and we expected him to come out with a dub. You feel me? He might be looking at the game like, dang, how I give up so many points to these, to these people, to these guys. You feel me? Not to these guys. You feel me? But and you never know, man. You never know. Everybody's looking at things differently. Everything's looking at things differently. Everybody has their own perspective, just like I'm sure, like my perspective of how this game went is going to be a lot different. It is a lot different than what a lot of people have told me and what a lot of people think. Like a lot of people came out blaming the offense for why we lost, and I, I blame the defense, man. I think if our defense doesn't give up those two quick touchdowns, those two first quarter touchdowns, man, it's a whole different game. But also that four from one, going for it on four from one, and us just barely missing a stop by like a couple, couple, maybe a foot, that we might have been a foot too late on that fourth down conversion, man. But that could change the whole game. That could change the whole game. Holding on to the ball could change the whole game, man. It's just. Every little, every play counts, man. Every play counts. Everything counts, man. And you really have to look deep into what you're doing to make sure you're maximizing and getting the best out of your team, man. Uh, so we're just looking to continue to grow, continue to get better, man. And uh, we'll see how things go. We'll see how things go, man. We will see how things go. All right. Uh, I feel like I'm getting back in the groove, man. I feel like I'm getting back in the groove. Uh, things a little bit, uh, a little bit longer than the last podcast. I also feel a little bit more comfortable. I feel like I'm rushing to get it out. You feel me? But things a little bit, a little, a little bit more comfortable. I feel like I'm a little bit more on my vibe, man. And uh, it's only gonna get, it's only gonna get better, man, as the season goes, man. It's only gonna get better as the season goes. But as always, all right. Earn your stripes, all right. Protect the crown, all right. Gorilla Gang, yes sir, Gorilla Gang, alright, Bomb Squad, we back baby, we back, I definitely feel like we're going to be one of the top passing offenses, because I'm trying to, we're trying to turn Brinker around man, Brinker ain't get the love that I feel like Brinker should have got man, I'm looking at guys, like no disrespect to my man Coach Dunn, like mad respect to what you did out there. But I'm looking out there and seeing Chum Lee up on the list, and I ain't seeing Brink on the list. Even if Brink is underneath Chum Lee, I ain't seeing Brink on the list, man. It's a little bit of added motivation out here, man, because not only was he efficient through the air, he was efficient on the ground, too, and I think a little bit of that gets swept under the rug. You feel me? But we're going to open it up, man. We're going to let him know. We're going to let him know. But as always, go Barons. <laughs>